Hello, and thank you for joining us once again. It's a COVID update. I am your host, The Great Knight, and before we go on any further, uh, I just want to say thank you all for all your kind words and support and everything else. And I'm in physical pain today. It's been a mega heat wave. Uh, I rolled my ankle, uh, so I've been just sitting on my duff uh, without beer now for like 10 days in a row. Uh, I'm hot. I'm, I'm, uh, uh, I mean, I've got AC and shit, so, like, but, like, it's hot. <laughs> I'm not cranking it up and, and what have you. Uh, I'm in physical pain, and the COVID news is actually really bad. It's just, just gonna level with you guys, and we're gonna start off on a big bad note, and then it's gonna get pretty bad today. So, for anybody who's, like, checking in for a good time or, like, you know, wants to good vibes only and, and hopefully doesn't get yelly jack, I don't think that this is the episode for you. I'm sorry. This is... We've got a lot of ground to cover today. Uh, this is my soberest update in ages. No no THC. No, uh, no booze. Uh, and then instead of the endorphins uh, from working out, it's just from getting out of bed in the physical... Pain, don't worry, it's getting much better very quickly. The bruise is, uh, is starting to heal and starting to turn away from its beautiful uh, purple color into uh, various uh, blues and greens on the periphery. Uh, the entire band of muscle is, is okay. I can get up. I could hobble on it around the house. I'm still wheeling myself around the house. Uh, I kind of like it. I kind of like propelling myself through art, like getting my hands on on either side of a doorway, like, like throwing myself around the house, and the cat, uh, the cat actually has adjusted, she doesn't like it when I move, so when she knows I'm getting ready to move, she gets the hell out away from me, and I can't see her anywhere, like, I've run over her a million times, even though the answer is zero, never run over the cat in my life in the goddamn chair, to the best of my recollection, but she acts like I've done it over and over again, so I won't see the cat as soon as I get up and I start moving around, uh, but then I'll, I'll settle and the cat immediately reappears, but then I'll be like, oh, I have to pee and I have to like wake up the cat with slow, hello, baby, hello, you have to wake up so I can pee. Cause she jumps up and runs away as soon as I start wheeling. So I have to like wake her up gently and get her down the floor. So the cat's having an amazing time. Just saying, she's getting extra loving and extra attention and what have you. Uh, things are going pretty good for the fucking cat. So the name of this show before any of that was, uh, was done. Uh, before I hurt my ankle and before the bad news started coming in already. The name of this show is going to be called The I Fucking Told You So COVID Show. The I Fucking Told You So COVID Show. So I've been wrong about stuff. I have 100% admitted where I've gotten facts wrong. I, uh, I thought that America was going to be spreading the bad, bad, bad variant around the world called Epsilon. Epsilon has turned out to not be nearly as bad as gamma or delta delta being the the big the big conversation piece of today um and so i was wrong i thought what was happening in countries where we're watching all-time highs of numbers of deaths of hospitalizations i really thought that was going to be us i really did i thought epsilon which has a lot of the same uh mutations as delta I was going to do it. But just looking at the the information coming in in the U.S., obviously Epsilon didn't. Death counts continue to decrease, though not as quickly as our numbers say. And uh, uh, Epsilon is simply not, while Epsilon is capable of taking territory from uh, Alpha, it's not really seemingly capable of taking it from Delta uh, or Gamma. 
and probably not Lambda, since Lambda can take at least some turf away from... Ga I mean, like, the, the diseases that we have south of the border and inside of our country right now in America point towards a Delta, possibly Gamma, possibly Lambda future. Uh, Delta being the most proficient, because, boy, howdy, because not only does it get around to everywhere, but it also mutates super quickly. So there's already all kinds of Delta viruses. You may have heard about Delta Plus. You may have heard about all kinds of shit. The naming system is never going to be perfect. Uh, we're finding out that this naming system, which took us something like 12 months to get to, is not so great. It's better than the last one we had, where it was just random fucking letters and numbers that every country was just doing. Uh, but it's not. I mean, it gets everybody on the same page, but that page is a real fucking confusing one. <laughs> it's, I don't know if you don't know how to dance. Do you know how to dance? Like, do you not, can you dance well? Do you know how to dance? Like, if someone taught you the art of dance in those old books where there would be, like, dance steps, but if you don't know how to dance, you would just look at, like, the shoe prints and shit and be like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? That's the page we're all on. Everybody's on the same page. Okay, so Delta is Delta is Delta. Okay, okay, okay. And then we look at Delta and go, well, what the fuck is this supposed to mean? What am I supposed to do with this? <clears throat> so that's the mea culpa, and that's the humility at the front of the I fucking told you show, uh, so show, because the rest of it's not going to be. All right, I've gotten major things wrong, and unlike the CDC and the WHO, which we're going to get into, I can admit it. I can say why, how, where wrong the problem was. Why I made the conclusion, when I made it, based on what evidence. And then, uh, you know, let the chips fall where they may. Somehow, the CDC and the WHO can't seem to do this. They can't do it in real time, and they can't do it in retrospect. Now, in retrospect is nice when somebody can admit that they did something wrong. That's nice, but you know human nature is you can't always get that. And then institutions are worse than humans. Institutions can be even more petty than human beings, not less, because institutions are made of petty human beings. So you know that you're not always going to get retrospective. A, black people of America, you know you're not always going to get, oh, maybe you weren't always treated like you should have been. Yeah? Yeah? We agree with that? That might be human, institutional, societal nature? Okay. Because retrospect is kind of a given for me. Oh, people people will set your fucking house on fire and be like, I've never set a fire in my life to your fucking face. Uh, <laughs> and some of them are crazy enough to believe it. But <clears throat> when, it, when it comes to reacting in the current, you have to look backwards, say, oh, we got this, this wrong. And this is how we update it going forward. That's how you make the current work better. You can't just... The definition of insanity is just doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. I love that. All my life, I've kept that definition of insanity. It's a great definition. It doesn't help when people feel crazy and they have a compulsion or an addiction that they want to stop. Admittedly, that's not the best time to whip that one out. It's when somebody's not feeling super insane that you whip that one out. The definition of insanity. <laughs> the crazier someone's feeling, the less useful it is. Uh, especially those earlier mentioned regards. But uh, in, in, in all honesty, it's, it's just going to be a... It's going to be a frustrating period going forward. 
since the world is going to rely on these organizations. And today, at the start, we're going to break it down. So I'm actually going to give Ali all of my uh, citations that I'm going to be making today. Uh, and I'm not going to be reading from this first one because it's long. <laughs> but also because it's red. And if you follow the link, there's 49 minutes of, um, of just beautifully read uh, information about what happened with the CDC and why they wouldn't declare everything airborne. Why they would not declare COVID airborne even though I was screaming it, even though this jerk-off artist was screaming it um, about 16 months ago, in February of 2020. This jerk-off artist was screaming it while the CDC and the WHO were tisking and rolling their eyes at anybody saying airborne. And nobody could figure out why, because we knew it was airborne pretty early. Not only that, but Daddy got married fairly early on into COVID to something called the V-load theory, because it was really confusing watching this thing spread early on. And so Daddy just kind of latched on to a theory, trying to make sense of it, called V-load, viral load, that basically just said, okay, the more that someone gets shot, gun blasted with the virons up front, that's... That determines if they get sick, how sick they get. This is this is this is the thing we should focus on. Everything else is noise. This is this is the signal. Now that's not a great way to go about it, but that's the way that I had to latch on to it, learning about it. And I that's I'm just trying to give that piece of evidence to say that's how well I understood that this thing was airborne. There are a lot of great examples in the articles that I'm going to give you, the New York Times article and the Wired article about the CDC and the WHO, respectively. But I'll tell you about the one that convinced me that it was airborne because it was just like reading about SARS again. It took place in an apartment complex in Taiwan in which two neighbors who lived several stories apart, i.e. way fucking further than six feet, and were only connected by a ventilation shaft, one infected the other. Well, droplets don't really work for that. <laughs> Unless you're proposing that the Taiwanese are licking ventilator shafts in exhort posts, ventilation, wow, what am I trying to say? Vents. Vents. <laughs> don't don't make it don't make it more complicated. Unless you're saying that Asian people are licking vents inside their apartments, just <laughs> just tugging them as they go by. Nothing about it makes sense. Now, there's obviously many other answers. Uh, the Diamond Princess, which was a cruise ship off the coast of Japan that got quarantined, then Japan wouldn't let them on, which I will always be mad about. Um, that. <laughs> That also pointed pretty heavily towards, well, this is not just droplets. You can't pretend that this is just droplets. What are you talking about, just droplets? It's got to be airborne. So I was pretty convinced, pretty early on, just using the scientific method. Just using the scientific method of who's getting sick, when, where, and how. Who's getting sick, when, where, and how? And are you really saying that they're all droplets? Because that doesn't make any sense to me. That's the scientific method. Fuck around, find out. And... I've, like I just said, the mea culpa at the beginning, I applied it wrongly. I applied it wrongly to Epsilon. I don't know enough about the variants. I thought I had learned enough about which mutations were scary and which components were scary and why. And I obviously, I mean, I got good enough to say this thing's, uh, this thing's keeping me up at night and scaring me before it was ever labeled a variant of concern or interest. 
But then it didn't do what I thought it was going to do, and all those nightmares were for nothing. All of that consternation and, and, and just overthinking was for nothing. So there's that mea culpa. But now listen to what I'm about to fucking tell you. The CDC and the WHO did not and will not use the scientific method. Now, again, the New York Times article will quote over this exact same thing, but it's it's 49 minutes long and it's already read, so you could just go ahead and follow that. The name of the article, if you want to stop here and read it, is called Can the CDC Be Fixed? by the New York Times Magazine. Can the CDC Be Fixed? All right, let's go ahead and take that one out. So this next one that I'm going to read from, however, is from Wired, and this is not about the CDC. This one's about the WHO, the World Health Organization. You know, the people who say that flying on planes during COVID was fine. The people who had a lot of questions about masks. The people who have a lot of questions about why everyone besides China's numbers look so fucking good at the beginning. (laughs) Ah. So, quote, Over Zoom, they laid out the case. They ticked through a growing list of super-spreading events in restaurants, call centers, cruise ships, and a choir rehearsal. Instances where people got sick even when they were across the room from a contagious person. The incidents contradicted the WHO's main safety guidance of keeping three to six feet of distance between people and frequent hand washing. If SARS-CoV-2, the virus that turns into COVID, traveled only in large droplets that immediately fell to the ground, as the WHO were saying, why wouldn't the distances in the hand washing have prevented such outbreaks? Infectious air was the much more likely culprit, they argued. But the WHO's experts appeared to be unmoved. If they were going to call COVID-19 airborne, they wanted more direct evidence, proof, which could take months to gather, and the virus was abundant in the air. Meanwhile, thousands of people were falling ill every day. On this video call, tensions rose. At one point, Lydia, I'm going to go with Morawska, M-O-R-A-W-S-K-A, Morawska, a revered atmospheric physicist who had arranged the meeting, tried to explain how far infectious particles of different sizes could potentially travel. One of the WHO experts abruptly caught her, cut her off, telling her she was wrong, Ma recalls. The rudeness shocked her. You just don't argue with Lydia about physics, she says. Morawska, again, this this atmospheric physicist expert who the WHO has called in before, had spent more than two decades, decades advising a different branch of the WHO on the impacts of air pollution. When it came to when it came to flecks of soot and ash belched out by smoke uh, smoke stacks and tailpipes, the organization readily accepted the physics she was describing, that particles of many sizes can hang aloft, travel far, and then be inhaled. Now, though, the WHO advisors seem to be saying those same laws didn't apply to the virus-laced respiratory particles. To them, the word airborne only applied to particles smaller than five microns in width. Trapped in their group scientific jargon, the two camps on Zoom literally couldn't understand each other, end quote. The five, uh, the five micron thing also appears in the New York Times article. Also appears. It is literally a generations old jot down that airborne is smaller than this. 
And it can't be airborne if it's larger than this. It literally comes from the 1960s, which means it was a study with data and research and methodology done by people from the 1940s and 50s. And because these quote-unquote doctors with their medical education just they open their textbook and they go ah excuse me jack excuse me you dumb fox obviously this is larger than five microns so it's not airborne okay and they did that to us for almost a full fucking year. They started to backtrack on this towards the end of 2020, but almost a whole year. If you're an American on planet America, you got gaslit by your organizations for health and services because they were literally too stupid to think. Because they were literally too self-righteous, too educated, and too stupid slash ignorant to think, to think, to look, to know what was going on around you in any way would be to drive you to a different conclusion than what the textbook said. But doctors don't give a shit about any of that. They never have. They never will. They're tired. They're cranky. They're overworked. And that was before COVID. That's in their opinion, by and by. And everybody who died because of their arrogance, they will just shrug at. Everybody who's been sick, everybody who's been infected, they will just shrug at. They will say that they made the right decisions because they're doctors. Really. I know. Because I've been reading what they post on Twitter and shit. and Boy, they have no remorse whatsoever. They have nice sports cars. They have swanky lifestyles. They do not have a lot of regret. This is the basic level of trying to get information uphill. And it's going to get worse on planet America. It's not going to get better. The lessons that you will take away from these articles, should you read them again. Uh, can the CDC be fixed? New York Times Magazine, uh, not just New York Times. And then the Wired uh, article that I just quoted from is the 60-year-old scientific screw-up that helped COVID kill. I point this information out to you that it was readily known in medical science community that the WHO and CDC were wrong. That's how I learned what I learned. I didn't learn it from conspiratorials. Like, I don't know how you imagined I've learned it, but I learned it by going on to medical forums and reading. <laughs> reading what med students were passing back and forth to one another. Really, that's how I started off. Because they were the only people talking. I went where the activity was, and that's where it was at the very beginning of 2020. I didn't understand almost any of it, but funny thing about graphs and statistics and all the rest, well, that's kind of a universal language. And then you just start plugging in uh, keywords and vocabulary, and you can pretty much just go along with anything. It has to follow basic rules of presentation. <laughs> 
Once again, statistics was discovered by a drunk. All the doctors who ever lived, and none of them ever came up with statistics. All of the physicians who lived for thousands of years, none of them came up with that, uh, that, uh, way of recording data. That gave, was worth a good goddamn. Every single doctor and physician of history. But one drunk did. <sighs> is that true? Yes, it is. Look it up. Look up who invented statistics. Was it a doctor? I say this with a great deal of melancholy because the good doctors of planned America have led us to a point where we're now getting one-fifth as many tests as we were earlier this year. We were at 2.5 million a day, and we're down to 500,000 or so a day. Not only that, but the good doctors of America have determined that Americans aren't getting sick from Delta after they've been vaccinated. They just aren't. They have determined this collectively for all of us by saying, if you get sick after you've been vaccinated, it doesn't count because it's just one shot. But if you've had two shots and 14 days and then you get COVID, it doesn't count. Once again, the same people have decided that COVID couldn't be airborne and don't wear masks and, 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 have decided that if you're in America, only America, obviously, they don't, they can't tell anybody else what to do yet. In America, if you get sick with COVID after you've gotten a vaccine shot, it doesn't count because the vaccine hasn't taken effect yet. We're not going to count that. We're not going to count that as a positive. It's not a positive test. doesn't count. We get a freebie. But if you wait until the vaccine has kicked in all the way, one dose plus 14 days or two doses plus 14 days, then after those 14 days, if you get COVID, it doesn't count. I know that's I, I know some of you are hearing that going, he's making a mistake or he's belaboring a point. I'm doing neither. When you guys made fun of President Trump saying, ah, you know, if you don't count the cases, they'll go down to zero. What the fuck are we doing? Except now you're helping. Remember when you were making fun of that idea a little over a year ago because you didn't like the fucking eagle's nest on the guy's fucking head that he had for hair? The fat, ugly fuck. Remember that? Remember when you were making fun of that guy saying if you don't test and you don't let sec people in, then then it's zero, then everything looks great? Because that is where we are. We are not testing. We are telling people who are very likely sick with it, who have had a vaccine, not to come in. And so every article you're going to read for a month or two, maybe shorter, but throughout the summer, throughout August probably, is going to have the same headline on Planet America. And it's going to say something along the lines of, almost everybody, almost everybody who gets sick and goes to the hospital doesn't have a vaccine. What the hell? What could that possibly mean? Mm, Think about it. 
just the total same bumfuck goddamn ignorance that got us here. And, that, and you, you dumb shits are going to be... I'm sorry. That's angry. Plan America's dumb fucks are going to be screaming it for the next 50 days or so. Until we end up in our next goddamn catastrophe. Just real quickly to go over it. If you don't test... And you don't count people who are in a significant population, i.e. the majority of Americans who are getting sick from this thing still, as positive results, then you're spreading the fucking virus. You're just choosing not to count it like you're North Korea. Really. I don't understand the difference between North and us and North Korea at this goddamn point when it comes to COVID, pretty much at all when it comes to the national numbers. North Korea goes, we don't have any COVID. Also, people are starving to death and nobody's working and everybody's sick. And uh, we've got a horrible, horrible situation. And when North Korea does it, everybody understands. When America does it, I don't think people quite get it. I don't think people quite understand that America collectively, through 50 individual states, that the CDC does not have control over. CDC has control over policy, but it can't tell states what to do. Governors get to decide what to do with healthcare policy. It's why they all declared states of emergency so quickly, even if they were like an asshole. was like, I declare a state of emergency. Nobody gets to wear a mask. You know, because governors get to live in mansions and have incredible powers because America is a stupid fucking place filled with very ignorant people. <laughs> and I'm not going to, it's getting worse. We're going to talk about that at the end. Our basic policy in America is to pretend that we have many, 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 many less and unfortunate people than we do. Whether that be through a bullshit unemployment rate, a total lack of investing in how many people are homeless unless they were magically soldiers or armed forces members beforehand, in which case we care about. Other than that, fuck you, you homeless piece of shit. We don't know how many people are immunocompromised in America because then we might have to collectively bargain for their diseases and their medications. We choose on Planned America every single goddamn day, every budget, every election, every one of us. You can't escape it if you're in America. You do this. This is, who, this is the system you support, and this is who you are. And now COVID's just one of those fucking numbers. COVID's just another one of those numbers that if you're a good American, you hide for the good of America. One of the most profound things that struck me about Barack Obama's presidency after he got elected, because I pushed very, 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 very hard for him to get elected and got incredibly disappointed and jaded. One of the things that surprised me about it was just after he got elected, how much blacker uh, TV media became, news media and all the rest. Suddenly, black journalists uh, and presenters and commentators basically like tripled overnight. Like really, that next year, 2009, essentially. All of a sudden, <laughs> it went from like, if there was a black guy on your screen reading the news, he was either Tavis Smiley or Bryant Gumbel, and that was it. To a whole plethora. I mean, maybe you could occasionally get a Don Lemon in. <laughs> if, you, if you squinted. If you squinted and you stayed up till 2 a.m. And, and you waited till the whooper tingers were out, you might see a Don Lemon. 
but really, it was a very, 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 very white space. News in America. Barack Obama got elected, and it changed very quickly. And what a lot of these present, uh, presenters said in their own way is America has always been this incredibly diverse country, and it has chosen to represent itself in one demographic. And that really struck me. Hearing that argument, especially just off the cuff and very, very lightly from people of color, really affected me. Hearing it over and over and over again went, okay, you're right, you're right. It never really, I'm white, so it never really seeped in, but I think you're correct. That change, that sea change in perception of America is going in the wrong direction. Not race, not this time, but the concept that America is this thing and that you're an American who's separate from it is growing. But you are the CDC. You are the Florida governor saying that he's not going to give updates anymore and he's going to allow cruise ships and he's going to keep international airplanes and, 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 and. You are him even if you're a Democrat. You are this system. I know you don't want to be, but you are. It's who we are. Collectively, what we do. Our doctors are getting stupider and greedier. They gain more power as we get to go to them less and our insurance premiums raise. They will be less interested in treating you. They're already very burnt out and very fatigued. From Every institutional standpoint where I look, I see America getting much, much worse. And you all better hope that I'm as wrong about another wave coming here and crushing us that I was about the Epsilon uh, strain. You really do. You must on Planet America. Because otherwise, Planet America is going to go through some real shit. And we're going to be talking about that in practical terms. And then we're going to be talking about it in philosophical terms. I wanted to start off saying, your country, Planet America, is wrong. The way it tests, who it's counting as positive, if it's airborne or not, if masks help or not, where the disease vectors are, where they're coming from. America, I've said at the very beginning, I've said it all the way through, and I'm saying it now. There is no international standard for when somebody has COVID or not. Case or death depends on who counts. And America has decided, fuck you. We're not going to count you. You don't fucking count. You better believe that now that the lines aren't just for building new homes or getting lumber or getting cars or getting PlayStation, but now that planes are being diverted and not filled up and flights are being canceled and hospitality in small towns that cater to the rich and well-to-do, these same dumb shit fucking doctors who don't care if you live or die, 
laugh and smile at you while you do pretend otherwise for social media. Really, though, they're living it up. They don't care. <laughs> now that the actual calamity for rich people is coming, that is to say they can't do what they want when they want, how they want, you better believe there's going to be an incredible doubling down that these people are going to speak to their powerful friends in local government, state, maybe even national government, and say, keep everything open, all clear, make everything, because I will not have my fucking vacation canceled again. Do you understand how much I fucking earn this? This isn't a fucking hamburger that some fat fucker patient of mine eats, okay? I'm a fucking good American. I make money. You don't cancel my vacation. You don't stop my flight because there's not enough people working at the, at the hotel or the airport that day. That doesn't happen to me. You don't cancel the Grand Canyon on me. That's for the fat, ugly fucks that I treat. That's for the pieces of fuck behind me. Not me. Now that rich and powerful Americans are really starting to get a taste of what the rest of us have gone through, expect worse. Your media has lied to you. Your health agencies have gotten entirely wrong. And it's going to get worse from here. But six months ago, pre-Christmas, I want you to take yourself back, Christmas Eve. Everyone's excited about the prospects of vaccines. Six months ago, only six months ago, vaccines were the perfect hope. And we can't believe how good they are. If you get these vaccines, you won't get sick. That is still the headline that's being presented in America today after six months of real live road test. And they just keep changing it from if you take it, you won't get sick. If you take it, you won't get seriously sick. If you take it, you won't transmit it to anybody else. Down to already from tests that lag. If you've had both shots of one specific kind of mRNA vaccine then our data is telling us that there's a really good chance that there's only a 1 in 25 chance that you'll end up in a hospital is the best pitch that they're offering now. And yet every headline will just say vaccine. In truth, the headline should say vaccine still best policy, failing rapidly. Because they are. In countries where the data doesn't get fudged as well as Planet America, even if the data doesn't come in as well as Planet America, we are seeing very quickly how little vaccines are working. There are outbreaks in Israel and the UK. They are flaring up. There is no such thing as herd immunity, and literally everybody who continues to perpetuate that idea should be considered a malicious actor at this point. Herd immunity at the beginning of this was defined as everybody gets enough vaccination or antibody that it can't spread to a new population. 
herd immunity is now being defined as, well, sure, there will be outbreaks. Like, sure, there are outbreaks in the Bay Area where there's 90% vaccination, but they don't stick around too long, so herd immunity. Herd immunity has been redefined. It's a century-old fucking idea, which is why it's called herd immunity, because it's for cattle. It's for sheep and cattle, your herd, that you inoculate so that they don't all get sick and die at the same time, has now been updated. And you will, unplanned America, if you're a good American, salute and say, that's right. Herd immunity, vaccines don't mean I won't get sick. Vaccines don't even mean that I won't get seriously sick. Hell, they don't even mean that I, I won't stop transmitting to others. I know all that's true. But good Americans get their vaccine, and then they go and they buy, and they flip burgers, and they make sure that the rich can keep doing their shit. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be a good American. And I know you all are. There's nothing I can say or do to change any of this. There's nothing that's going to remove any of this mindset from Planned America. Planned America was now one of two countries. This is not a COVID-related news, but it is COVID-related news specifically. Plan America is one of two countries in the entire world. 184 countries just said, hey, we should probably allow stuff to go in and out of Cuba unfettered. Plan America is one of two countries. The other is Israel, our moon. <laughs> that said, nah, fuck Cubans. That's an American tradition. They had these guys named Castro fucking in charge, so fuck Cuba. Two countries in the world want to maintain order in blocking Cuba. You know, the European (laughs) vacation destination for the last 20 years. Whatever you think of it on Planet America, it's just this place that Europeans and wealthy... South Americans go to and they chill out on beaches and they hang out and they look at classic cars and then they go home. I know. I know. It's the scariest thing in the world. But we can't help them because they're communist. By and by, our favorite, nation's, our favorite nation status is still given to China for 25 years in a row. But hey, Planet America, where it counts when it counts and it doesn't when it doesn't, get back to fucking work! Have you bought your unnecessary gadget this month? The American economy is counting on you. Yeah, this is a pretty big rant, but what do you want me to say, man? The information at its core is not good. I finally have my answer as to why a jerk-off artist got there so much quicker than the doctors in the room. And the answer really is truly, I cared and they didn't. That's it. I tried and they didn't. I tried more than the CDC and the WHO combined. Really? Really? (laughs) Not as an exaggeration. Not me thinking better of myself than I am. But because I gave any, any, any effort, I did more. And worse than that is coming. Update. On the Seychelles, the most vaccinated goddamn country on the planet. Oh, two-thirds after 
all of their population, not these cutesy little terms that we play in America like, did you know that 80% of Americans are dumbfuck? Two-thirds of their actual population is fully vaccinated, and their deaths have never been higher. And they weren't vaccinating their way through all-time highs. It's after they vaccinated, after absolutely everybody, that they wanted to, that they could easily, that they opened everything up. That's when the cases and now the deaths have spiked. It's a small, small country, the Seychelles. It's 925,000 people or so. And the deaths are starting to roll in. It's a lot like Peru. You may not have heard about Peru. Peru is now the deadliest goddamn country on the planet. Um, and this is a really unfortunate thing. Um, because it's probably not. Peru is probably not the deadliest country on the planet. It just updated to say that way more of their population has died than other countries. But that's confirmed and projected deaths. And countries simply aren't even remotely moving along with that. It, the lull in reporting just keeps getting higher. There were numerous articles in March of April of this year, of this year talking about how Haiti, oh, Haiti, man, poorest nation in the Western Hemisphere, very little COVID death. Isn't that interesting? Well, you start digging in those numbers, and it's very interesting how many people are just not around in Haiti anymore. <laughs> but it still counts as good. It's actually very interesting, because it seems to imply that, actually, Haitian deaths, even in a very young country, and not as densely populated, yada, 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 are still significant. Same with a study in Nigeria. We are starting to realize collectively in 2021 as a species, a lot more people fucking died of COVID than we're willing to say out loud. As deaths mount in the Seychelles, as infections break out in the UK and Israel, as we watch various versions of Delta spread around the world, sometimes into countries that have never seen an outbreak before, like Cambodia, like Japan, um, and now having incredibly significant sustained outbreaks, plateaus that they can't control, what have you. Now that we're seeing this model, and we know to some degree why we got here, the arrogance of our institutions and our governments, I want to look ahead. <laughs> I want to I wanna point forward a little bit, and I want to talk about why we're heading towards a dark age. I'm going to quote Copa America in Brazil up to 140 virus cases. Short article, so I'm just going to read in full. <clears throat> there were 140 known COVID-19 cases at the Copa America in Brazil on Monday, up from 66 positive tests on Thursday. Uh, Conmebol said that the state said in a statement that of the 15,235 tests, the number of people infected was 0.9% of the total. Most of the affected are workers, members of squads, and outsourced staffers, the South American soccer body said 
In comparison with the previous figures, the incidence of the coronavirus is lower, which is a clear sign that preemptive measures and health protocols are working as expected. On Sunday, Chile admitted some of its players that the Copa America violated the tournament's virus protocols after a barber visited the players' hotel in the Brazilian city of Cayabaya. The Chilean Football Association issued a statement saying it recognizes the violation of the health bubble and the squad participating in Copa America with the unauthorized entry of a barber who, despite his negative PCR test, should not have made contact with the players. The Chilean FA did not give the number or names of players involved but said that they will be fined. On Friday, Brazil's government said... 82 people connected with the Copa American uh, had uh, contracted COVID-19. All four host cities, Rio de Janeiro, Brasilia, Cumbaya, and Goiânia, I'm, I'm not getting any of those right, have cases relating to the tournament, it said. Brazil stepped in as an emergency host despite the country having the second highest number of recorded deaths from the coronavirus in the world at more than 500,000. Half of the teams playing in the Copa America have reported COVID-19 cases, Venezuela, Bolivia, Colombia, Peru, and Chile. That's the whole article on that one. That doesn't sound so bad, 140 cases, 1% positive rating, essentially, uh, out of all those tests. And yet, I don't know how much uh, soccer slash football you have all consumed as Americans, as, uh, as, a, as an urbane, worldly American, I also have, and I think it's boring. I think sports are pretty fucking boring. To tell you the goddamn truth, they're boring, and sports fans are boring everywhere you go, every game, every continent. People who want to talk about a ball moving typically do so because they don't want to talk about their brain moving. I'll just go out and fucking say it. Yeah. It's the truth, though, and you good goddamn know it. If you're a woman who's ever been on a date with a man who's super into sports, I think you know exactly what I'm good goddamn saying. <laughs> but the Copa America is just the intro. You see, where we're heading are the Olympics. The Olympics are in this next month, or they'll be beginning in this next month. We've already got a Ugandan coach who went on to the plane for Tokyo with a goddamn negative PCR test and then was confirmed uh, to have COVID when he arrived. That's already happened. There's going to be more than 15,000 tests administered for the Olympics. And guess what? More than 10 nations are going. So the Olympics is really going to be one of these things. I don't want you to hear cancel the Olympics or the Olympics are bad. I mean, I do believe both of those things. But what I want you to really consider, what I want you to really look at in the framework of the Copa American, American Cup, and the Olympics is getting people together, getting a large group of people together is going to pass COVID around like hotcakes. Because these are people in pretty good shape. And a lot of them probably got sick and just didn't get tested, quite frankly, or didn't get tested after they interacted enough because they're athletes. And they just, you know, spread the sickness around to the uh, the average Joes all around them, effectively. We have learned that this thing is airborne. This last hour, even if you thought it wasn't at the beginning of this, it is. It's airborne. That's the goddamn science. And it's all right that you were confused since doctors know better than you about everything, and if you die, they shrug. Their Miata's not going to drive themselves, and you are going to be buried either way. What do you want them to do? Cry about it? 
What? You want the mercenary to cry for killing you for money? That's what they signed up for, sweetie. Yeah, that pisses off all the doctors and nurses listening. But, you know, they get to flip to another podcast where they get called heroes nonstop as soon as they want it. So, there it is. You want someone to kiss your ass and tell you, everybody, that you're amazing. Right next to me on the dial. The Doctor uh, Healthcare Hour, brought to you by CNN Health. Because we know what's important to you, not being called a collaborator in a blood-for-money holocaust. <laughs> There's good news, but I'm not going to read it, because, uh, fuck that. Fuck that. I put, I put good news about COVID around here. Uh, but fuck that. It's time to, it's, this is the I Was Right show, and now I'm going to bloviate. Those are all good citations. Ali will have them, uh, for you guys beneath the episode, what have you. But, um, I want to talk about why this is going to get worse. And I want to talk about it going forward without being able to cite something because we're talking about the future. One of the dumbest arguments that I've had to have mostly with men in America over and over and over again for the last decade is things are not actually getting better. There was this book that was released in the mid-2000s and it talked about how, like, violence is a myth and it's going down. It's perpetuated by the media. Blah, blah, blah. And it was really stupid and faulty, the whole fucking book. But most importantly, men don't read, so they didn't read the book, but they heard somebody talk about the conclusion, and they absorbed it and took it as fact. And for the last decade, violent crime has more or less been rising really horribly on planet America and other places as well, in the exact same way that anti-democratic uh, attitudes keep increasing, in the exact same way that uh, deaths of despair keep increasing, uh, these things are on the uptick. These things are not on the down, they're on the up. And they have been for quite some time. And to even get the average American male to acknowledge any of it would be to get him to admit that he's wrong. And what did we say earlier this uh, podcast about retrospect doesn't really work for people. That would require someone to admit how ignorant that they were. Uh, and you, uh, you tell me how fun that is for the rest of you. Uh. <laughs> so violent crime has been on the uptick for a while now, especially in planned America. Uh, deaths of despair, which is another kind of violence. I don't, I don't understand why suicide is not considered violence in America. Besides, it makes us look even worse than we are. Um, these, th these things have been happening for a while. In addition to that, A lot of kids left school and are never going back. They're simply outside the, uh, the educational system. It's already pitted at like 2 to 3 million as an estimate, but it's going to be more than that. A lot of people want to blame COVID or in-person leaving, but that really seemed to be the straw that break the camel's back from this uh, childless weirdo's perspective from the outside. When I look at the very, very young talking about their future, they talk about it in dismal, bleak terms. And if they really think and feel that, then why in the hell would they get educated? What good is an education? Really, I'm going to talk again about why I knew that COVID was airborne. It's because I was watching medical students talk about it. 
listening to their evidence, invisibly, gleaning along where I could, asking questions where I couldn't. They understood it while their institutions were making decisions that were killing and destroying their future. How does that feel? Really? Is it supposed to feel any better than the guy who discovered COVID? His name was Dr. Lee. He was a very young doctor in his 30s, very attractive man. And he was forced, Dr. Lee, when he was talking about this communal spread of this disease, this novel coronavirus, novel isn't new, he was forced by local authorities to come in and get on camera and, and say, nope, I, I was wrong. And then he died of COVID. And Americans can hear that and go, oh, that's horrible. China's horrible. You tell me about some medical techie who is $150,000 in debt in America, who is researching and knows this thing is airborne in 2020, watching their future get destroyed by the CDC and the WHO and their cavalier assessments. And you tell me it's that much better. Because there wasn't the intent of a government to bring you into a room to apologize and kneel. Instead, the government just threw you on the fucking street with all that debt. Said maybe if you weren't a fucking loser, you'd have a goddamn job still. That's a better system? That, that makes you want to invest more in the future than if you were living under the thumb of Beijing and China? Are you sure? If you watched your parents, if you're a very young person, you watch your parents just be broke down, have less and less, be more and more invested, in, and then say, sweetie, you just don't understand the real world. Wouldn't you think, oh, I think I understand the real world just fine, you stupid old fuck. Because I'm much more inclined to say that second than the first. You want me to pretend that the CDC is going to get it together from here? I don't think so, assholes. I really don't. <laughs> Not on this one. Not for some time. Maybe eventually. So we've got people who are going to be uneducated. I talked about how with my internet being down, trying to find stuff on my phone was a nightmare, and I pretty much had to give up. And that's going to get worse as commercial interests get more desperate and advertisers get more desperate and yada, 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 yada. And more good papers like McClatchy keep getting bought out and shut down and, 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 and. So information is going to get worse. At the same time, the kids are dropping out of school and not showing up. Possibly ever again, but definitely for years. And then we have to move on to the fact that I said earlier on this podcast that there were six leading theories as to what causes COVID damage long-term. Why does COVID damage, not what is COVID's damage, why does COVID damage a much scarier question for any kind of disease? Why is it killing us? Not how is it killing us, not what does it do? Why is it doing it? What, why is that happening is a scarier question. I don't know if we're down on those or not. I can't really understand these debates. They're over my head. These are some high-level fucking medical scientists and some really active doctors who really do care for all the insults and shit that I have labeled on the, uh, ladled on their profession. These are, these are individuals and orgs who really do care. I do believe that. 
And I can understand their high level of commitment or knowledge. I, I try my best, but I can't get there. I will say that in the last mm, two to three weeks, it's really come into clarity, though. There's a lot more reporting on, wow, COVID really gets into your brain and eats your fucking brain, though. Like, this was never really in question, but there's just a lot of articles at least making it clear to this layman that, like, oh, it really gets through that mucous membrane, gets through it, starts eating your brain, nom, 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 nom. Uh, Everything about not being able to smell and all the taste and all that being different, the brain fog, all that can be explained by this virus just on your old brain juice. Uh, there's just a lot of information from a lot of sources recently, studies and doctors and what have you. Uh, like, I, I don't mean to say that, I, like, you know, I didn't mean to go, et cetera, et cetera. Studies are one thing. Individual doctors taking the reps is another. We've, we've got both talking about COVID eating your goddamn brain while you're still in it. Eating your brain while every day, every hour of every day, you're like, hmm, what was that again? Um... It's not as snappy of a headline as Black Fungus from India Destroys! So it doesn't quite get the play. But at least some medical scientists and practitioners seem to be under the impression that COVID is eating our brains real good. I have so many questions about this when it comes to reinfections, when it comes to different variants. Uh, when it comes to mutations, is it possible that there could be a more brain-eaty version and a less brain-eaty version? And if so, what are we looking for? I have so many unanswered questions on all of this. But I come to one inescapable conclusion. Long COVID is long, and there's a real good chance, especially if it hits a boy, a young boy, that it's going to make that young boy stupid for the rest of his fucking life. And I ask you, planet Americans, a planet where you're not responsible for anything your government does or doesn't do, unless you really like it, and you really like the person, and you can talk about how great they are, but then everything else that's American, you just have to run away from screaming as loud as fucking possible. I ask you a simple question. What do you think is going to happen in our winner-take-all political capitalist system with more ads, less information, more media channels, more devices than ever before with a population that is incredibly more ignorant than ever before, read less, studied less, been educated less, and has a constant brain fog where it can't really concentrate on what's going on because literally the brain has been destroyed in some regard, due to a virus. I ask you where you think our politics are heading in the future. Since we already can't get universal health care with the electorate, not the average American, but the average voter wanting it so badly. Do you support the embargo on Cuba or the death penalty? There's probably a pretty good chance that you do. Most Americans do. The majority of Americans do. And this is before the brain-eating virus. This is before the lack of education. This is before literally every article on every cell phone you try to read, taking away from the amount of information you could consume and inundating you with not only propaganda, but advertisements saturated throughout, blinking, flashing. (sighs) Can't get away from them. I ask you where you think our politics are heading. 
not in the near term, but the far term. I ask you where you think planet America is going, where this world is going, where the democracies of this world are going. If these things continue to hold true, should COVID continue to affect more and more and more and more people? By and by, COVID killed more people in the first 170 days of 2021 than the entirety of, um, of the world in 2020. And that is just confirmed, not estimated. Estimated? We're already at over 4 million dead fucking Indians alone. Do you fucking hear me? Estimated? We're at 4 million dead fucking Indians already alone. When I first said 25 million people would die of this, you mocked me, insulted me, dismissed me. You sent in some of the most vile things that you ever did. Ever, ever, ever. You used my personal information against me. You doxed me collectively. You ran out on me and gave me less income. You you said it was a, a, because of my anxiety and my PTSD that we're here, that, that I saw where we would be. That 25 million was unimaginable. Airborne, unimaginable. Defying tests, unimaginable. Mutations, unimaginable. None of these things, Jack, none of these things are what the doctors say. And they're doctors. None of these are what my governor is saying, and he's the gov. Why would the governor lie to me? Why would the president lie to me? Why would the who lie to me? What possible benefit could there be? Well, I have to say, after a year and a half of hearing all this, I, 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 I'm right much more than I'm wrong about this goddamn thing. You can pretend otherwise. Feel free. I'm not. And every single one of my instincts is telling me that this is about to get so much fucking worse. In a way, I'm grateful that Planet America did not get body slammed by Epsilon. In a way, I'm grateful that other countries like Brazil and Japan are as stupid as Planet America. But in another way, I need to make clear Everything that you think is raw or shafty about America right now is going to get worse in the immediate, the near, and the long term. It's all of the exacerbating factors have gotten worse in the last month, while planned America continues to pretend that it's over. The outbreaks are making their way through countries with high vaccination rates and border controls, and we don't really have either, despite the cheerleading, despite the headlines. If you really look at the world global data, America's lagging a fair bit behind. So maybe it never happens. Maybe the big cresting wave that just smashed goddamn India never really comes here. Because if you think January, February was it, kiddos, no. No, 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 no. Four million dead Indians, dude. 
<laughs> I need you to think about how bad this thing can get. I really, 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 really do. Because they didn't die in 2020 at all. Hardly. Not that much. Not for a country that big. But that big wave of death and destruction is still just a component of the misery that we're about to enter as planned America and as a species, no matter where you are. The ignorance is going to keep winning. I don't know if I had a dream or a vision or just a thought while I was deeply in pain, but it was unmedicated. There's no booze. There's no THC in my system. I'm in bed, and my leg is throbbing. And suddenly I realize exactly what this world is going to be. Suddenly I realize exactly what's going to happen. Have you ever been at an intersection where the lights are down? Have you ever been at a regular intersection that's working just like every other intersection always works, but this one doesn't. The lights are blinking for whatever reason, and everybody has to take turns going through. Every car from all four directions, they get to the intersection, they get to the line, they stop, they look around, two cars go through one way, two cars go through another, on and on it goes. Have you ever been in that situation? The next time you are, or the next time you see it, won't you do me a favor and look around? Won't you do me a favor and watch what's happening there? You see, people get very frustrated when they see that it's not working like it should. And then they get into alert mode, and then they focus on what they now have to do. What should have been a mindless task, they now have to do, and they focus. But they also get really impatient. And they also get really apprehensive and frustrated. And what inevitably happens every time I've been at one of these one of these little crossroads is somebody fucks up. There's a lot of different ways it can happen, as many as there are human nature, but somebody will just decide to go along with the two cars that went in front. Or like, whatever. Like, anyone's going to stop me. And that causes somebody else to, like, have to tap their brakes or what have you, because now there's an extra car going across. And as soon as that happens, as soon as somebody sees someone take advantage or make a huge mistake or, or not realize and blow through or whatever, because, again, there's so many reasons why this mistake could happen. Such an innocent mistake. Even... If somebody is intentionally being a dick, such a minor dickish offense. <laughs> Don't worry, I've never done it. Or have I? No, not really. But really, in, in the ways that somebody could be a dick, especially in the age of COVID, somebody saying, ah, I'm not going to wait. I'm just going to go now. Fuck that extra 15 seconds. Is just not that big of a dick. Sorry. But it will cause everybody else to be a little bit more of a dick. Because, hey, I waited for this. Hey, I took my turn. Hey, I did what was right. 
And as soon as somebody has that in their fucking head, they go through the intersection like a goddamn piece of shit. Suddenly the stop-start gets a little bit less reliable, it takes a few seconds longer every exchange, people are now like worried that somebody else is going to come barreled across. Everybody is now in a different mindset because they saw somebody take advantage or make a big mistake. Either or, doesn't matter. And that is where we're going to be throughout the rest of COVID. There's not going to be any more acceptance on Planet America. There's not going to be any more patience or grace. It is simply going to be, hey, hey, this is supposed to be fucking open. It's supposed to work. It's not. I did what I'm supposed to do. Now I'm going. I don't care. Fucking crash into me. I don't give a shit. I'm going. It's my turn. I'm going. And that is going to be our goddamn country. It's not going to be just ours. I am doing my best to be happy, to buck up, to cheer up, to treat myself well. Up until I hurt my ankle, I was doing great with all that. Hopefully I wasn't too curmudgeon this time around. But that's where we're heading, folks. That analogy entered my head, and boy, it hasn't really left since. The quote-unquote impatience, but really the self-entitlement, the desire for people to simply say, Nope, it's done. It's done. That's, that's already won out. And it's not going away. I don't think ever. Every outbreak, every swell, every crest, every all-time high from here, I don't even know what we're going to do. Of the ten most vaccinated societies in the world, Almost all of them are now experiencing an outbreak. The outbreak data now tells you that if you've had two shots of mRNA, which is an antibody flooding uh, vaccine, that there's only a 1 in 25 chance that you'll be hospitalized if you're exposed, if you get sick. And that's the best that they can offer, which is fine, because vaccines are never supposed to be evidence of anything else. But you tell me what you think is going to happen from here, now that we're actually finally out loud admitting like adults, kind of, sort of. Some vaccines are having some effects, and some vaccines are not having some effects, and we're going to need more. And boosters are not the word for it. Boosters are cutesy, old folksy terms or what we're going to need. We're going to need updated antiviral technology and therapies. And we're going to need them possibly very frequently. We don't even know what we don't know yet. Because there really can be a faster variant than Delta that can do more damage. That really is possible. I will put it to you once again, the most ominous fucking sentence I've read about COVID that has still not yet proven true, to the best of my knowledge. Every time COVID crosses the species barrier, it gains a powerful adaption, a beneficial adaption. Still hasn't held true. Still hasn't really held true. It will. 
the list of animals that can get COVID just keeps on fucking, every time we study, we're like, oh shit, you have lungs too? Fuck! I didn't know you had lungs! Shit! <laughs> COVID-19 binds to the ACE2 receptors. Well, it's a good thing nobody else has those! We're safe! Um, Brazil's at an all-time high, and they're having their worst drought in 90 fucking years. Both are true, true statements, just real, real calm. They have put in millions of vaccines since, uh, their outbreaks earlier this year, and they're at an all-time high. And it's pretty clear that vaccines and masks are not going to work. Is the Copa America responsible for this or is it just a coincidence was it just an event we don't know enough data i don't think it's responsible for the outbreak in brazil i'll just say outright i don't think so but will this lead to future outbreaks and what have you too early to say don't know don't know could really go any direction but whatever direction it goes this is the next award show like, if there's nothing better about an award show where everybody gets together and gathers in that hall, or a concert, or the Olympics. Not really. Lastly, do you know how to beat a breathalyzer? Asking for a friend. No, really. Do you know what a breathalyzer is? It's a, it's a little piece of tech that they put on top of an ignition. You have to blow into it, otherwise the ignition cannot turn fully and you can't start your car. You have to prove your blood alcohol level. It's beneath a certain amount. There's a lot of ways to beat them, though. It's why the rich love them so much is policy. Don't send me to jail. I got money. I got more drunk driving to do. The best way that I can tell you to beat an ignition lock, however, from someone who's never actually tried, is to hyperventilate. What? That's right, to breathe very quickly. And then breathe in, and then blow in. Don't inhale again, just and really get all of that oxygen out as well as you fucking can. Yeah? And the reason why that helps with beating a breathalyzer, if you're pretty close to the limit that it's set at, is because breathalyzer picks up on molecules per million or thousand or whatever it is, and you can empty your lungs out through hyperventilation of pretty much anything that's inside them. People hyperventilate when they're nervous or excited or just feeling pleasure. And I'm just going to say that this is just getting fucking started. Everyone has decided that they waited long enough, that now's the time. And so on they're going to go. Once again, COVID has killed more people in 2021 already, and that's just confirmed than it did in 2020. The estimated amount that COVID has killed compared in 2021 compared to 2020 is incredible. The estimates aren't really being done and we're not allowed to see them. 
but they're high. So this is the I told you so show where I finally figured out after over a year of researching, why wouldn't they say that this goddamn thing was airborne? And I'm, I guess I'll see you in the future for the next I told you show, this told you so COVID show in which 25 million global deaths is acknowledged and we sail past it. Just sail right, we're sailing right past it. No question about it. Just going to be a blip on our radar by the end of the time, by the end of the time. We're going to acknowledge it. Be real, real sad. Oh, 25 million Americans. And then, okay, what do you, okay, but which hamburger do you want me to make somebody else die for? Okay, but which one? Baby, it's your turn to choose who's going to die for us tonight. Come on, pick the kitchen. Mm. You'll never see it that way. I know you won't. But it's the way that I've seen it all along. So, I will see us then. Right? I'll see you then. Not us. Right? Us then. Because you might not... That's right. I'll see us then because you might not be there. You have to go out and work. And you have to go out into these societies where Daddy gets to sit back with all his privilege and his frustration. <laughs> And his 100% still, still compliant mask discipline. And I don't care how many of you laugh or fake cough behind me in giant empty stores. I'm going to keep doing it. What can I say? Um, I'm trying not to be despondent. Trying not to be lost. I'm trying not to be dismissed. That being said, if you put this on the physical pain or the fact that I'm sitting around for this week, that is very frustrating for me. Because the news that I have cited and I'm bringing to you is the news. <laughs> the humanitarian crisis in this last week has gotten way worse. The underlying shifting fundamentals that make it bad, whether you're on Planet America or not, are increasing. And Planet America is continuing to put on blinders about who has COVID, when, where, how, both inside and outside our borders, all the while telling everybody to get back to work. If some part of you is looking at this system saying everything is bullshit, everything is rotten, I can't deal with this, I want you to imagine how the youth are feeling really about this and climate change and not being able to get vaccinated if you're under a certain age and 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 this is now their life this has been a weird year and a half for us but this is now their life their identity as long as they can remember this has been their world and while i am not a parent it is apparent <laughs> that these that these youth who are toggling off are not going to toggle back in easily. They're not going to toggle on very easily and get back into the system that, quote-unquote, we need them to be. You need them to be, not me. Because 
Exactly at what point do you, do you say burn the fucking system down? Because this isn't even talking about our politics or infrastructure bill or, 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 or. It kind of always bleeds back into that with me because I'm very left of center. But this isn't even talking about those stymied, turgid institutions or metrics or even systems of reporting, because <laughs> they are archaic. Archaic! Without even ramping about any of that, I ask you, what do you think the future of democracy is going to be for this generation? And it's going to be worse. There's only one answer, and the answer is worse. There really is no other way for me to view this one. If you have a different view... I want to say I respect it, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to call you Pollyanna. I don't, I don't, I like disagreeing with people a lot. I like hearing different viewpoints a lot more than you might imagine even. Really. I try not to put myself involved in them because I have an ego and bias and all the rest. I like reading arguments from people who don't even know I'm reading them. And getting informed that way. I like listening to speakers who don't know that I'm listening. You know, when somebody's actually fucking honest, as is, you might say. <laughs> I am doing my best. I'm going to keep swinging. I'm going to keep punching. Yeah, man. I see a worse world. I will be back with the next update to just give you the facts and read them off because apparently people are getting much more interested in COVID uh, again now that it's affecting them again. Uh, <laughs> well, surprise. Uh, and uh, I, I just, I just, I suppose with the foot and everything, I just needed this one because looking around, I even delayed recording this one for the last minute, hoping for some, like, actually really great news or something that I could tack onto the end. But I am, I am pretty low about COVID news, and I think we're entering a period where I'm going to be. So I'm going to do my best, work out, no booze, come to you with lots of citations and just lay them out and do lots of reading. Uh, I think that's a better format. Um, thank you for listening to this longer, ramblier uh, cited at the top, and then I got onto my goddamn horse. <sighs> I got on top of my tall horse, and I rode it right on top of four soapboxes. I rode into town on my tall horse, and I said, You there, sud, sud mistress, have the empty boxes. And she said, Four, my lord. And I said, Make my horse shoot upon soapboxes. All shall say and hear me, cross the land, none shall care. Um. <laughs> I hope the best for you as a person. I'm sorry if you feel insulted or frustrated with me and the way that I jab at the collective you. In my mind, it really is me versus all of you. I know that that's not a healthy mindset, or at least it wasn't. Guess what? Lots of your fucking kids are fucking adopting it, though. So... 
I do apologize for it. I know it's not helpful to hear and that you come here for information. I like you as a person. I really do. I say thank you. I never ask for shares or updates or anything like that at the end of these because that feels morbid. That's <laughs> why I can't watch Rachel Maddow anymore. And this is the most important information of your life. After this. Meow, 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 meow. Fuck you too, Rachel Maddow. What do you want from me? Our system is horrible, and all of the people who are millionaires from it are too. Ha! Okay, that should do it. Otherwise, I'll just keep on fucking ranting. Uh, I'll see you soon for another COVID update. It will not be I Told You So show again for a long time. Or if it is, uh-oh. Fucking uh-oh. Because I haven't told you anything this episode that's not that should take place in the next year or two. Um, yeah, daddy's struggling with it. Daddy really does believe 100 million people are going to die of COVID at this point. And, like, will it only be 100 million? That's That seems to be the question. Uh, really, I know that the wording is so big and scary for you guys, but this is the Holocaust. I don't... I don't know what you think history books are going to call. What, do you, what would you call a period of five months where an estimated six to ten million people died? That did not have to. Once again, none of this had to happen. The, this is easily an order of magnitude worse than it had to be. Much, much, much. The choices made early on over and over again by the quote-unquote good guys. We didn't have to be here. We don't have we don't have to go where, where we're heading next. I've just resigned to it because nobody will wear a fucking mask. Because we we live in on an imaginary planet where if you get your shot, you're the good guy. But you have to get both. But you also have to flip your burgers. Come on. Come on. Deborah Brooks's kids aren't gonna fucking feed themselves. Have you seen the fat fucks? 